So what's up, man? You working on a mixtape? Look, man, I don't know if you know what's happening out here, but this ain't no game, all right? I'm getting tired of niggas online harassing me. Oh, fan engagement. Nah, man, you messing with my life, man. This is my job. Helping us get money, though. Nigga, there's no money anywhere near rap. Man, I know it look funny games on the shade room, but niggas die. People are forgotten. Shit is real. Yo, can I use that? Use what, man? What you just said. Like, if I was recording this, could I use that? Nigga, are you recording me right now? I record everything, man. Everything's valuable to someone. Okay, so then you admit it. You ain't no critic or photographer. You like a salesman or something. What's the difference? I mean, it's all the game. We're all just hustling. You too. Because I have to. I scare people at ATMs, boy. I have to rap. I mean, that's what rap is, making the best out of a bad situation, bro. Right. You're exploiting your situation. What? You're exploiting your situation to make rap. And I'm exploiting you exploiting that. Money, bro. Whatever, man. M3 Atlanta Bearcast. I'll be your host, Malcolm Travers. In each episode of this podcast, I and the Bears of Mail Media Mind will recap and review each episode of Atlanta on FX. If you would like to hear more content from M3 and more information about this podcast, please visit MailMediaMind.com. From there, you'll find links to subscribe to us on YouTube, where you'll get a notification when we record this and other podcasts live. We recorded this episode Tuesday, September 20th, right after this show. I'm speaking with Marco Estes, the M3 Entertainment Editor. Uh, we are reviewing episode four of uh, season one of Atlanta, entitled The Streisand Effect. I believe that's right. I'm still unclear about the title, but... Um, I'm still trying to figure out what the Streisand Effect had to do with this episode, but go ahead. Do you know what the Streisand Effect is? I don't even know what the Streisand Effect is. Yeah, see, we need Chris here, because he's always on Google duty, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, Chris and Derek were not able to make it today, but... Um, yeah, this was an interesting episode. Interesting, because I love the show, uh, but it did feel like things just kind of are grinding to a halt in a way, like storyline wise, because I was, you know, I like a little forward momentum. Um, but I guess at the same time, what's happening is interesting. And I guess we have two storylines that are happening. Um, mm -hmm. Paperboy is being online harassed by this blogger named Zan, is it? Zan, Zan, however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> and um, of course, uh, Earn is still going through money issues with Darius and his wacky antics. So, um, of course, while they're doing all their your silly crap, um, they're making some really interesting points. One is which, um, you know, I guess toward the end where Earn is just talking about <laughs> what it means to be poor because <laughs> Darius doesn't seem to be getting it. Like, I need money. I don't need to eat in September. I need to eat today. Yes. <laughs> and then the whole yeah. concept of him playing around with his money because it was like, really, bro? Yeah, it's like, really? I need food. And I mean, then, um, 
you know, there was like this sort of ridiculous deep moment in the car where uh, I guess um, Paperboy tracks down Zan and he's delivering pizzas with this little boy in the backseat. <laughs> and he's like, um, well, you're just exploiting your, you know, unprivileged, you know, this, I guess you could say underprivileged status in society through rap and I'm just exploiting you. So we're all just exploiting each other. I don't know. <laughs> and that, that's pretty much what the message was. I'm like, you know yeah. what, Donald? I can't. I like Donald Glover. I can't stand you. Like, I just be like, you be making folks really sit there and think about because it's like a critical commentary about a lot of stuff that people be doing, like, and they don't realize they're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it was just. I, I, I wasn't trying to go into the episode looking for like you can't go in there looking for it. They just gotta hit you when you least suspect. It, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And. Yeah, so that was that was those were two great examples. I was like, yeah. So I mean, there were like some small points I was gonna make. Um, I try to take a few notes, but of course, usually I am getting the YouTube live thing up and running. Um, but one of the things was, I guess, when they were standing outside, you know, smoking, and Zan walks up, and he's like uh, dropping the n bomb over and over. It's like, are you black? Like, I, I don't know. Is this okay for you to say? Exactly. <laughs> so, I you know, that was a running gag throughout the episode. It's like, I mean, is he Filipino, Indian, Dominican, Dominican, <laughs> Asian? You know, what's going on with them? Yeah, he's brown, but he kind of looks Chinese. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Just ambiguously ethnic. Um, that's what the. That's what the. Because um, I have a review of Atlanta from the New Yorker issue mm -hmm. right here and they mentioned this two weeks ago when the show premiered and i quote in the fourth episode a different kind of antagonist emerges one who uses the same word and he's much more alarming and the same word means n-word mm -hmm. and it's much more alarming than uh, much more alarming to earn and paperboard than some random white guy zan a monstrous racially ambiguous hip-hop entrepreneur with a malevolent Bugs Bunny intensity skillfully inserts himself into a casual conversation as if he were already a part of the crew. He won't stop texting and taking pictures. They and he said, Steel Zan doesn't have a viral following. One day, it threats to turn against Paperboy. I mean, is he Dominican man? You know, whatever his race resistance is just more fodder for Zan because there's no distinction for him between exploration and art. We're all just hustling, he explains semi sincerely. It's all part of the game, brah. And so, I mean, so that's so people picked up on it. I mean, even you know, other people picked up on it because, yeah, he was kind of like pretty much saying, like, that was basically what the episode about was hustling, if you ask me. I mean, every episode yeah. is about hustling, though, but I think they really put it to the point in this episode right here, especially with um, Darius and Earn doing these uh, jobs. <laughs> and then while they, they're doing the hustle, while Paperboy's hustle is being threatened by somebody else who's also hustling. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a semi-circle shit going on there. Yeah. So we we kind of talked about that. So like, Earn, I guess they were going to a pawn shop. I guess he was going to trade in his phone. And he was going to get something like two hundred dollars mm -hmm. his phone. And then Darius is like, "You got to get this sword." And of course, he's doing that thing where he's just way too intense. Mm -hmm. He's spotting the sword. It's like I can get you know I could trade you up you know, mm -hmm. and um, you know, I guess that was cool because then he took the sword to um i guess like a 
an animal trafficker. I mean, you don't really know where, where he's going. It was like um, some Chinese guys. They used to but yeah, he, he told me I'm not dude told I'm not Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> he says he's not Chinese. He's not Chinese. And so he's ambiguously Asian. <laughs> yeah. And then it was funny because if you look at this scene, this mm-hmm. one part of Malik with was how when I was looking at them and all of them were like in this hip hop, you know, setting they were playing in spades or some type of cards while hip hop was playing in the background. You hear this old Asian lady counting money, like you know, like what through with doubles on the table and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they went there to get what you thought was money for the sword. But um, what happened was they ended up getting a damn what was that pit? That was a pit bull, but um, oh, I think it was a pit bull. Okay, and yeah, it was a pit bull. And then I was like, "Oh, we get the money." <laughs> yeah, well, we gotta make one more stop. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, so. No, basically, um, with the pit bull, he's taking it to, then he takes it out to the country to get someone to breed the dog to make more puppies, which of course isn't going to be for months. And, (laughs) you know, but it was a hustle. I mean, like he was turning, Mm -hmm. he did give him 10 times return on his phone, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Which is impressive. Like, that is an impressive turnaround. Um, He went went from 190 to 2K. But, he had to sit there and wait for his payment to come in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's, you know, it's in, um, ingenuity, black ingenuity for you, <laughs> I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And then I thought about like, um, like Van, not Van, but um, what's it again? Zen, Zen, <laughs> Zan. Zan. Zan mm-hmm. and his hustle was basically to get pictures, I guess, um, you know, he got, uh, Ern's phone number and kept hitting him up with uh, just random messages and shit. But then I guess it was starting to antagonize him. Um, that was his game was in order to get blown up. And I, you know, just, I guess being in, in the blogging game myself, knowing people who do this, um, I don't know if you call them trolls or uh, <laughs> what do you Leeches. call them? Leeches. Yeah. But I mean, their game is, to provoke, provoke a reaction. And of course, as soon as that um, insult comes over Twitter, um, Ern and Darius were headed out to, you know, do the phone trade. And, um, you know, he's like, you're just gonna make it worse. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> he's going in. Cause yeah, I mean, that was the way to get him to engage, you know, to insult his craft. You know, he somehow got a, a, a video of him taking out the trash and put a little arrow said Mick tapes. <laughs> yeah. Which is <laughs> pretty fucked up and funny. Yeah. It was same about like uh, I'm like but I was like that's why I think he became even more I I was like paperboy. I had to learn that when I was blogging is when people like when I was blogging for pay for a mm-hmm. website, people would come in and say something. And I would just instinctively just clap back, you know what I'm saying? But because everybody else was doing it, but then somebody was like, see, that we, we can tell that you're not professional because a professional person wouldn't clap back. And I said, that's a fucking lie. Have you not seen Anderson Cooper's tweets on Twitter? You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I mean, that's a lie. So, uh, yeah. But you have to make sure that you um, don't feed. I learned the lesson, like, don't feed into them because then they're sitting there, they, they, they will get to the point where they're like, 
like Malcolm says, is they will use that and be like, oh, I got this person out how to bother, and they get like hits and stuff from there. They get like you know comments and stuff like that. But it's gonna be, it's gonna, it, the turn's gonna turn, and so, and then they might end up getting all these hits and stuff just just for regular promotion. Then somebody come do the same thing to them, and then they think that you know, oh. I'm I'm used to this. I've done this before, but then the tables turn on them and whatnot. They end up getting the bad, you know, bad publicity and stuff like that. So it's a it's a it's a catch twenty two. You can clap back, but don't clap back too often because then people people could know they could easily be there's a button they could easily press just to get the oh Nicki Minaj went off of me. Yeah, I, I, I did something for the day. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. But yeah. I felt that um. Paperboy, I mean, a lot of people like pretty much saying, uh, to, he, he says he's a hustler, but it's just like nobody knows who the fuck he is. Yeah. And that's what irks me about him is like he has all this confidence in the world, but he ain't, he, he, he got t shirts, but people still asking, like, who is this? And, um, where'd you find him at? And, is he this or is he dead and whatnot? And I don't know. But he's a good mm-hmm. character. He's a good little antagonist. But I don't know if he's gonna be like a recurring character or not. But if he is, yeah, I don't know. He he, he like, like 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 the article said. He's the buzz buddy to their like Elmer Fudd and Daffy Duck and um who else the buzz buddy be pissing off? Um 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 Yosemite Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a it was a little ridiculous some of the things that happened here, but I did a little Google searching um, and found the Strassian effect. Um, the Strassian effect is a phenomenon in which the attempt to hide, remove, or censor a piece of information has unintended consequences. Publicizing that uh, information more widely, usually ah. faci- usually facilitated by the internet. Um, this is an example of a psychological. Uh, recalcitrance, I guess this is. So uh, when uh, another person is aware of something being kept from them and the motivation to access that information even more. Um, the name comes from the American entertainer Barbara Streisand, which in 2003 attempted to suppress photographs of her residence in Malibu, California, inadvertently drawing further public attention to it. Okay. Yeah. That can be, that, I can see that with Paperboy and Zane's storyline. And I might go on a limb here and say they could be also seen with the fact that, you know, um, the whole, do you know Steve McQueen? And how do you know Steve McQueen? The whole little back and forth and running oh, yeah. in the head. <laughs> because, um, yeah. They last all the way into the damn thrift, not the thrift stop, um, but, um, pawn shop. Right. And whatnot. So I thought that was pretty cool. So, okay. That makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. There's, um, conspiracy about AIDS to, what was it? <laughs> it's like they, could, no. they passed by some ribbon um, roadside sign, and uh, you know they get into the conspiracy theories about HIV and AIDS. Mm. So isn't that supposed to be a conspiracy to, uh, to eradicate homosexuals? Right. It's a, yeah. That, oh yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his first theory was to, to get rid of. Uh, was it? They, they mentioned some guy's name, and the reason why, because I had somebody like call me in the middle of this conversation. I tried to rewind the bay, but I can't rewind to get back. And I'm like, I'm not gonna make it to this damn hangout. So yeah, I think it was something about uh, maybe Wilt Chamberlain, his um, his uh, conquest numbers or something like to lower 
<laughs> he was like, something about like his all-time, you know, bagging numbers, which I don't know if you know his number because I just was listening to it in a podcast. Will Chamberlain has reportedly slept with 20,000 women in his lifetime. That don't make no damn sense. <laughs> and the funny thing is when they did the math, it kind of kind of oh, even out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they said uh, AIDS was created to beat Steve McQueen's conquest number. Oh, okay. That's what it was. <laughs> so, um, that's funny. That's fucked up. I mean, I haven't heard this theory before. <laughs> I don't I mean, think anyone's ever heard of that theory. That is an original. That is okay. Yeah. It must be. I don't know, but um, but yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, that was also a thing. Like this episode was written um, by Donald Glover, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, he there was something in there that kind of reminded of uh, me of you when um, Darius would be throwing out some r- random shit. He says, "Look it up." It's like where. In the racist oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> I noticed it too because I was like, oh, thanks about, thankfully somebody finally said this shit. Because all these, you know, and I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead. All these bloggers and all these so-called, uh, I call them micro-celebrities and shit. Mm-hmm. Goku is your friend. No, it's not. You have to sit there and cipher through a lot of shit. That's like saying, you saying go Google something. It's pretty much you saying go look for it on the internet. It's the same <laughs> thing. If you don't give me links, certain websites to go to, you know, data posts and stuff like that, you just you just sifting through shit. I mean, it's a that's a big yeah. pet peeve, a peeve of mine, y'all. So yeah, go look it up. <laughs> like where? It's like me going. Okay, let me go to this uh, house and look for this lost child that they said was disappeared two weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? Like what the hell? Yeah. Hey, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I'm gonna. I was doing a little more. Um searching on information about this particular episode. Um, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say also, um, the whole thing with the kid, I noticed that, I mean, they didn't drop the F-bomb. They didn't say a fuck. They didn't say a nigga. They didn't win. I don't know if they even said a pussy or anything like that yet, though, but this is the first time they bleeped out an entire phrase because it came out of the, child of a mouth, out of the mouth of a child. Right. And... I was like, oh, God, I don't know if I even want to see that. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they hear him just say something. They just believe that just to give, you know, a fake right. to it and stuff like that, though. But I was thinking, too. Because I'm like, I only hear the other child say bitch. And <laughs> so, but I thought that was kind of crazy that Paperboy, um, Zan was like, uh, yeah, Paperboy was like, I will say something to you. I'm going to go off in front of your son and stuff like that. My son? Oh, that's my business partner. And he had to look back there to look, right? To see the kid was back there. What scared me was, what I thought he was going to do was, oh, I didn't know he was back there. I thought he was going to say that. But yeah. like, that's my business partner. We, we do these vibes together. I'm like, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> and, and then he had to go, the, the kid go and give deliver the damn pizza. Yeah. And he is robbed. He is robbed. The kid is robbed. Then Paperboy looks to Zan and Zan's recording the whole thing like, man, this is fucked up. <laughs> and I'm like, really? And I'm thinking like, hell, at least Paperboy, I was like, you know, how do you keep your damn job? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, because I appreciate it happens on a regular basis. You send the damn child to the porch with a pizza and this big, I'm sorry, that motherfucker opened the goddamn door look good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
There's lots of thickness in the show. Yes, I was like, good God. <laughs> I'm like, yes, for the piece delivery, boy. <laughs> but no, nah, uh, so, but yeah, Zane was an interesting character. He was like, he irked the fuck out of me, but at the same time, I was like, okay, this is yeah. one of those characters where you're going to love to hate. So, because right. I'm already hating his ass right now. Yeah, he's just annoying. Yeah. And you remember, like, he hits his hat off and he just puts on another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, so you coming? <laughs> I was like, oh wow, it's unflappable. You know, you want to like, yeah, he just, he just, yeah, yeah. And then he was floating. And I thought he was floating because I mean, this is this type of show. I mean, <laughs> they have um, what they call him? Um, no, this guy in the suit with the dog, and then the the, the sandwich and. I feel like mm-hmm. this fool is floating. And then, you, <laughs> then, then they pay him back. You see he's on one of them um, um, hoverboards. hoverboards. I'm like, oh. Okay. Yeah, which is even makes him even more annoying because I think that's just like instant characterization of an annoying person. He goes around on yeah. a hoverboard or just weird or eccentric or whatever. But um, yeah, who, who comes up to you on a hoverboard? And- At the club of all places. <laughs> And I'm like, you didn't get your ass riled on the way over there. It's just like, I don't know. He's like this trickster. He mm-hmm. might be, because, you know, Donald Glover, Chris said Donald Glover said that he was in, um, Donald Glover was inspired by Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can see it. It's like Twin Peaks in the, I'm going to call it the hood, but Twin Peaks in like the urban, urban version of Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. But because he just kept popping up all over the place and he's like, the damn notifications of him. I don't know. I, we could talk about Dan the whole end of the episode. I'll probably say something for later, though. But yeah, what a character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, that was that was the thing, though. Like, I think this episode, to me, like I said from the beginning, might be a little slower. Like I said, it's not really advancing the plot because I want to know how Earn is um, furthering Paperboy's career. Mm-hmm. I mean, so far, they're just kind of like, surviving you know um i think i did see a preview where they're trying to get him on a show next episode yeah so i mean at least there's something like forward movement of um advancing his career but i think at the same time we're sort of developing their personal relationship i mean that was part of it um you know seeing what um paperboy is like you know one is that earn whatever earn tells him to do he's not gonna do (laughs) <laughs> so yeah. we've seen that over and over again when he, he's saying like don't respond uh yeah yeah listen yeah um so but that's the thing though um as much as paperboy is i don't know regular guy stupid <laughs> he's actually a pretty smart guy you know like yeah that, that makes any sense like he says some really stupid things that most everybody says um, just kind of, I, I, I forgot who said that regular guy stupid, but <laughs> it's yeah. A, um, but yeah, I mean, he's at the same time, I think understands some, uh, some deeper things. So, I mean, there's more to him, you know, than, yeah, the meets um, the eye. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that, that'll be interesting. I don't know about Darius. Like he, he clearly knows a little bit about hustling. He's just weird also. <laughs> just you know, like um I can't even remember from that first episode where he where he pulls up to um Ern's parents 
and he looks at his father and is like, can I measure your tree? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, uh, maybe later. It's like, that just means no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like some random shit. So he did kind of like one of those things with the samurai sword. And, um, you know, at the same time, he's unpredictable. Like, I, at the same time, I knew all that, you know, that paper chain of trades was going to lead to nothing for um, for Earn. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I didn't know exactly what link the next link in the chain was going to be, you know. Yeah, it kept you on your feet, I'm told. Right, right. And I think that's kind of what his character's purpose is, just to kind of, you know, when things are going to seem right, he's going to, like, do something incredibly stupid, <laughs> just and fuck everything up, you know. But. Or, or um, I, I want, I want to talk. But for me, I look at Darius as not being on this plane of, mm-hmm. or what everybody is expecting of somebody. Because you look at Darius, you think like, oh, he a weed head. He, you know, full of dope, and you know, he don't. He look kind of stupid though. But he has the most interesting outlook on life. And just you know, in general, yeah. And he doesn't have to be how to do that. And to me, I think that's what draws me to him because anytime he says something, it's not like, I mean, he has his flaws, but at the same time, it's just that he makes you think. Because yeah. this takes me back to that last scene with no. Because uh, here's why I looked at this scene. This is just me. Because you got. Um, uh, Darius, who pretty much invested their phone, yeah, and then you had Earn, who was just trying to get a quick, you know, like trying to get quick money, and it's, it's kind of with that, you know, long term, long term goal versus short term goal thing, because like, because Earn yeah. said himself, he said, "Poor people are too busy trying to not be poor," right, and. You know, so, and I might get flagged for this though, but I just feel like maybe what Aaron was trying to, what um, Dad was trying to tell Aaron was that, uh, you know, invest, like put in the work, and then it will, you know, yeah, it, it, it will, you know, it will, the, the, the fruits of your labor will show or they will grow. Right. But if you just sitting there just trying to do like, you keep doing like, no, I'm going to do this, I got to do this to get this, you're never, you're going to always be doing it. Because right. you know, he flipped a hundred ninety dollar phone to a two K, a two thousand dollar a pop puppies. Right. Now we still don't know how in the hell Darius is gonna get a cut from the puppies because <laughs> that man um bought the dog off of him or whatever, something like that to make the puppies with. So you don't know how much the man is going to give him from the sale of the puppies. But yeah. it's still something to look at, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, your hustle can't be, I guess it's like your long-term versus short-term hustle because you can sit there and say, like, I'm going to sell this out of my house I need this right now. But if you yeah. sit there and, um, like, invest in whatever you get or something like that and just like make it, like, give you a long-term bigger income, bigger payday, then you really went out in the end because you see Dennis was not phased at all. Because most people might look at Darius like, oh, that was stupid. You know, that was he just he just like the goofy person of the group. Mm-hmm. But hell, he's he's able to buy phones every month with cases, <laughs> mind you, to keep people off his to make sure people aren't tracking him. <laughs> he must be doing something right. If he can sit to buy a phone every month, 
He ain't worried yeah. about money. You know, he ain't worried right. about money. He probably just he hangs around Paperboy because that's his boy. But yeah. he ain't got to worry about no money. So he must be doing something right. I mean, does it make any yeah. sense? Yeah, I'm thinking that he, he can probably do that that sort of that hustle trade thing where, you know, he's not like buying a, a new phone. He's probably selling the old one to get a new one. Um, but at the same time, I, I know people who have that sort of, um, you know, they're, they're big thinkers, but they don't necessarily think of the practical implications of yeah. things. So they got this great idea. Um, I, I, you remember, you're a South Park watcher. Yeah. And, and you know, like the underpants gnomes, you remember those? And yes. It's like, we're going to gather the underpants and then profit. <laughs> <laughs> They don't really think about like how you get from here to there. I mean, I guess not in that case. Like he did have a plan, but um, you know, just sort of the practical steps to um, to you know getting your next meal or whatever. I feel like mm -hmm. he's not necessarily focused on because um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, like that that situation. He was off in his own little world and not really considering Burns' situation. Yeah. And um, yeah, both of them had good points, though. Don't get me wrong, because yeah. I've been I've been in an situation. Hell, I was in it two months ago. Yeah. Um, hell, I might be in it this weekend. I'm just be honest with y'all. But uh, <laughs> the thing is that um, Earn is not hustling for himself. He's hustling for two of the people: his wife, yeah. not his wife, but his his um, baby mama and his um, daughter. Yeah. So that's why. It's more uh, dire, you know, like more of a issue for him and whatnot. But for her, I mean, for, for Darius, he's like, I ain't got no babies, I ain't got no baby mama, I ain't got no <laughs> girl. I'm just living life one day at a time, and I think that's where you know the the disconnect comes in. It for me, I mean, with that, with with each of their, which each the, which each of their. Um, I would say theories, though, but mm. they're, you know, the way they look at stuff, you know. Yeah. Short term versus long term. So. Right, right. So I think we can probably leave it there. We got, um, you know, maybe half an hour we were talking about it. I felt there wasn't a lot, like I said, going on in this episode, but. It was. Yeah, but there was, like, you know, a lot to talk about as far as, you know, where the characters are growing. Uh, where we might think they're they're going, I, I'm not exactly sure, but I like the quirky nature of the show. Mm -hmm. It's nothing like I've seen in a while. I've seen, if it makes sense, I've seen shows like this with a, um, you know, not in a in a black cast show. I guess you could say, like, mm -hmm. um, and more relatable urban stories. I guess you could say, um, you know, the stories that I'm used to seeing that are told like this are, you know. Um, a little more removed and I guess the familiarity of of the setting Atlanta itself is there like a lot. <laughs> I see a lot of a lot of things that are recognizable to me. Um if not specifically, at least in a general sense. And um yeah, you know, so I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. This wasn't like the most upbeat episode, but I you know, it's consistent with the previous yeah. ones, you know. Um, yeah, it's it's the same, you know. Like I said, the like like you said, the quirkiness and the the surreal nature of everything. Like I like the opening scene the, uh, after the credits after the Atlanta title card came. Then you know, 
Aaron wakes up to a gun to a gun laying on the table, pointing his face like he's looking down the barrel of a gun. That's that's yeah. symbolism. That's symbolism. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he got up. It's like you know. Well, I got it. Well, he got it because um, um, paperwork was upset about the um, well, Darius. But still, he got up like you know, I got I got to do this. I had yeah. to make sure to get this, you know, money um for my girl and everything like that. I got to go do this and whatnot. But it's like the symbolism. He's always staring down at the barrel of a gun. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I was running out for him to do what he needs to do and whatnot. He, that's how it feels like, you know, like, yeah. I have not enough time in the world to sit there and get this, you know, taken care of and whatnot. But anyway, but yeah, there's yeah. that. And, yeah, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about, I, and, you know, I, I didn't think about the fallout from the last episode, which is, like, he's not sleeping over at Van's house anymore. Like, exactly. That was something I, you know, when you mentioned that, I picked up on. So, oh, yeah, yeah. They had that little fight <laughs> after that yeah. horrible date, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I'm, I'll be interested. I guess he's going to get the money from this other phone. Maybe um, mm-hmm. we'll see some more of um, of Van next episode. You know, I want to see Ern's parents again. That's why I was hoping to see. Um, yeah. You know, like I don't think we've seen them since episode one. I don't think, but I don't think we have either. Um, yeah. Well, I know, like last episode, I, they mentioned them. That's the thing. Like, it was the first mention of them um, since the beginning. Because, like I said, yeah. Van said that uh, she picked them up from his parents' house. You know, I was like, oh yeah, yeah those characters. <laughs> so I was like, at least maybe there'll be some more interactions with uh, his parents because yeah. they seem funny, and I, I'd like to see them. <laughs> um, oh. It was two other things I want to mention before we leave. One thing mm-hmm. is in the bar when they were shooting pool, you know, Darius something mm-hmm. about Paperboy was told by the bartender that somebody was there looking for him, but it wasn't Zane. It wasn't Zane. Right. It right. was some other guy, and the guy gave him the creeps. And I'm thinking that whoever this guy is is connected to the Batman guy from episode one. Right. <laughs> you know, like what was it? Not Batman but episode two when the guy ran up like, you know, are you are you a yeah. paperboy? I'm thinking somebody's looking for him because in connection to that shooting, because this shooting, to me, if you think about it, he kind of got off scot free for that shooting, because yeah. the guy never. We they said the guy he shot ran off. Okay, so I'm thinking like, okay, that's going. That's that's a you got to keep it in the back of your mind too. Right. That's one thing. Uh, also, I want to announce that for those who don't know, Atlanta was picked up officially today for season two, ten okay. episodes. Um. Probably airs next. I'm pretty sure air next year. Probably late next year, like probably like late summer, early you know, um, fall, something like that. Right. Like this year, but okay. Kudos to the cast and crew of Atlanta. Y'all are here to stay. Amen. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, yeah. I was, you know, I was just thinking about like I wish they got more episodes, but you know, ten more. I'm cool. I'm <laughs> complaining. Yeah, It'd be nice to get like twenty. But yeah, <laughs> but no. I, I mean, generally, I like short seasons. Um, Me too. I would love to see binged. Like, it seems like a very bingey show. You could just go through this whole season in an afternoon. Yeah. Um, uh, weekend. Thank you for listening to this episode of the M3 Atlanta Bearcast. If you'd like to find more content from Mail Media Mind, please visit MailMediaMind.com. Leave us five-star reviews in whatever podcast app you use to download this episode. 
and subscribe to us on YouTube so you can listen to us record these episodes live. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next episode. Thank you.